It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise, the podcast. The go-to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. Hello, hello, hello. How the devil are you? How are you getting on? How's your week going? I hope you're well. I am well, as you can tell in my voice. (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's interview. Did you enjoy it? There is many, many more to come. I have about eight or nine backed up on the old hard drive at the moment. So I can't wait to release those through. Um, Both will be, you'll have the single episodes from me, but the interviews will be coming out in between, which will be really, really good because you get to experience other people as well. Um, And I know you're here for me. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) But today is all about the addiction for approval. Now, this podcast is going to be, um, I'm going to say a little bit vulnerable for me, and I haven't written any show notes as I, uh, show notes, any notes for the podcast as I often do, because I always feel, especially when I record podcasts, that if I literally just press record and I, whatever comes out, it comes out for a reason and it comes out for a purpose and then I write the show notes after it. So I really wanted today to come from the heart purely because the addiction to approval and people pleasing has probably been the biggest thing that I've had to work on since I started self in the self-development world. Now this started back in 2019. Um, for those who don't really know my story, um, I moved to Australia in 2019, early um, January kind of was at a moment and a point in my life where I was like, what do I do when I grow up? Because all my life wanted to be a performer. Um, and that was all I ever knew. Like, I remember being at school and be, and saying to my friends, like, how do you not know what you want to do when you grow up? Like, this is weird. Um, because that's all I ever wanted to do. And actually, I believe through the things that I've done so far with coaches and through my own work on on within myself, that my addiction to approval and people pleasing really comes from my performing arts background, which I'm going to talk about today. So it was a real, like, a real big thing for me. And I had to really look at that. I had to really look within on that because it was holding me back, both in my business and in my life. I was getting pretty ill from it because I was constantly putting everyone before me. Um, and I found it really, really hard when I moved to Australia because obviously the time difference is completely different. And it also, you know, I was getting up very early, which I still do, but in my own terms now, but, you know, feeling guilty if I hadn't messaged my friends or if I hadn't been able to speak to my mom or if I just wanted to go for a walk with my dog on my own, I felt really guilty for not ringing someone because it was the only time that I could speak to them. 
so this addiction to approval was a real a real big thing for me and I believe that it is completely connected with people pleasing so hello all you people pleasers out there I know how you feel um, <laughs> and it's pretty much a long line of, of people pleasers we have in the family you know my mom uh, she won't mind me saying but she definitely is is one my nan was a lot of my aunties are all the people that I grew up around family wise um, have this like urge and need to put everyone before them and I think it is a beautiful quality like I am not dissing it at all and I still put a lot of people before me because that's in my nature to do so but when it starts to affect me and I start to get ill from it or I start to get upset from it or I start to feel this resistance in doing it that's when I really had to start looking at it so let's dive in to the addiction to approval Now, what I mean by this is that you do things and you go about things to get that approval. So everything you do in life, you know, what I used to see myself doing is if I was working anywhere or I had one of my performing arts jobs, like everything I did, I had to be like so amazing at it so other people could say, great job, Becky. Yes, you're doing so well. Like, thank you so much for your work. I was almost addicted to what other people thought of me, what they said. And it's very intertwined in the judgment piece as well, I believe. For me, it was anyway. So I just think really starting out on this first point that I'm going to talk about today is the most beautiful place to start because it actually it actually really starts to make you see what you're doing it for. So the first thing, if you are going through this, first of all, awareness. Now, awareness is the biggest thing because awareness is the first step to change. It's probably something I say in every live, every story, every podcast I do. But that real... um, that real focus of awareness and knowing where you want to change is really the first step. Now, I knew I was people pleasing (laughs) and everyone around me could tell me that I was people pleasing too. So I really knew that it had to change. Like I knew that from within. So the first thing I did was to really see what I was getting from doing the approval. So when I was reaching out for the approval, And to be honest, I didn't actually know how bad of a people pleaser slash addiction to approval I had previously. So if I look back into my performing arts days, you know, (laughs) approval is a very big thing in the performing arts world. You do auditions, like I used to have five or six auditions a week and you would go in and you would be judged and you would be, (laughs) I'm going to say ridiculed because that's what you are. They break you down. Um, They say all of the things that you have or haven't got for the role, you know, many times I was too fat or I wouldn't fit into the costumes or, you know, the the gap in my teeth was too crooked. <laughs> like That didn't happen, but I know people who it has happened to. Or my hair color was wrong. You know, it was, it was very judgmental. So you always felt that you were being judged on such a different level in the performing arts industry. And, you know, a lot of people go, oh my God, you're not fat, but I really was fat in the, in the performing arts world. I'll tell you that. Um... So I really believe that 
through me growing up and having that, you know, approval all the way through of if I'm doing a good job or not meant if I got first or second or third place, which, you know, I did dance festivals since I was four and I did those up to I was 15. Um, so that was a big part of my life. Every weekend I would go and perform and be judged whether I was getting first, second or third. And never did I look at it from the reframe that I would look at it now as that that was their opinion, that's what they thought. Sometimes you could go and do the exact same dance the exact same way for one judge and not get placed at all. And other weekends you would go and do it and you'd get first place. So it just shows that it's purely that it's it's purely their opinion. So I took on like a lot of beliefs from the performing arts world. I've gone on a, off on a bit of a tangent here, but it's all coming back around. But I, I believe that that's where I really started to take it on. So when I was looking for this approval and, you know, I, I did it in jobs, like I was a, um, as well as teaching dance before I came out to Australia, I was a PA in um, for British gymnastics. And I found myself even doing it for that. You know, if I was doing a certain job or I was um, had been asked to do something, I had to do it the best I could because I wanted them to go, oh my God, Becky, thank you so much for this. And when I didn't receive that, when I didn't receive that thanks and that excitement and that amaz- amazement, I was like, oh wow, I've done a bad job. So it was really starting to affect how I show, like how I showed up, what I did, um, and, and even to the point really when I started my business and I was like, oh yeah, this video is going to be so good. And then I'll get one like and I'm like, oh, right, okay. It, it started to show up in many places. So I really started diving into my first point. I'm getting to it, guys. I'm getting to it. Um, <laughs> I started to dive in what to into what I was actually getting from looking for the approval. So I was going externally for something that I wasn't giving myself internally. And that's the reason why we go externally for these things. And that doesn't necessarily have to be approval. That could be other things, you know. I talk about this a lot when I used to work with women for weight loss. You go and have the snack in the cupboard, not because you're hungry, like nine times out of 10, you are not hungry. You are going because that snack gives you a certain thing that you're not giving yourself right now. So what was I doing to get like for myself to get this approval? Now, the big thing for me was to feel good enough. Like for someone else to tell me that I had done a good job meant that I was good enough. So I therefore wasn't telling myself or letting myself feel good enough from within. So that was really the very first step that I took. So from there, and obviously doing all the the inner work which comes with it because I obviously didn't feel good enough because of a certain thing or a certain thing that had happened to me, I started to go, okay, I'm looking for this approval externally because I don't feel good enough. So if I look internally for the approval, what does that look like? How does that come about? How can I create that for myself rather than going to look elsewhere for permission or for them to tell me that I'm good enough? Now, a lot of the time it actually came down to love for myself, which I had very little of. And that's something that I really have had to do some work on um, is because like I don't, I didn't trust myself. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't love myself actually. Like there has been times in my life where I've gone, I really don't like me. And 
you know, I, you know how I share everything on this podcast and I will say that out loud, you know, sometimes still now I go, hmm, yeah, I'd rather be someone else. But that's purely because I'm not giving myself that love and that connection, which, you know, on number two and three in my values list, number one is purpose for me. Number two is connection. Number three is love. So actually, I wasn't giving myself number two and three. I wasn't giving myself connection within myself or love within myself. So actually, how am I ever to feel good enough within myself? Now, obviously, this is something that it has been you know, quite raw for me. And I can speak about it now because I actually have done the work and I feel, I do like myself now and I do feel good enough. And I do believe that I can look for the approval within myself. Sometimes, yes, I still go out and and look for it elsewhere. But actually, I know what to do now because I know what I was searching for. So if you are people pleasing, or you find yourself people pleasing or falling into that trap of of looking for approval with everything you do, you know, even if it's you creating things on bloody Canva or wanting to put a post out or, you know, having to send everything to um, whether it's a coach or a friend or whatever that is before you do it. What are you getting from doing those things? What are you getting from people pleasing? What are you getting from approval? Like from the addiction to getting that approval externally it might be feeling that you're doing you know you you when you do it you feel like you've done the right thing or again like mine you feel good enough or you feel worthy or you feel um powerful or you feel successful all of these things you're getting from an external per like an external factor now you have to remember we have no control over external factors, not one. Not one bit of control do we have over other people. We cannot change other people. Yes, we can talk to them until they're blue in the face, but as they, if they don't wanna make the change, then that is their choice. So we have no control over that external factor. And if you're going out finding these, wanting to find these things from external people and they don't give it to you, that's when the shit really starts to hit the fan. And that what was that's what was happening to me. So, question one, what am I getting when I'm doing this? And this isn't like this is deep within. Maybe journal on this, freehand, freehand, free write um, on this. What are you getting? What am I getting from seeking this approval or seek like being this people pleaser? What am I getting externally? then I'm not actually giving myself internally. And then obviously the next step from that is, how can I get that internally? Which might look like the most easiest, the most easiest thing to do. It might look like, you know, I use a um, celebration wall in my office. Like I have a little wall in my office and every time I do something really, really good, I put it on there so I look at it. It's it's to the left of my um it's to the left of my computer. I'm looking at it right now. But I get to see all the things that I really have celebrated and achieved myself that I was like, yes, Beck. Like, and to be honest, this morning I've had that moment. I had such a powerful, powerful session with one of my one-to-ones. And I came off the phone and I got my overnight oats and I got my coffee and I got my journal and I had some music on in the background and I was like, wow, Beck, this is pretty awesome. Like this feeling right now <sighs> is pretty amazing. And I just sat in that. I sat in that moment, you know, 
to just congratulate myself, to really sit there and think, you know what? The thing that you wanted to happen in 2019 is happening right now. But I have to stop and let myself see that rather than continuous, continuously looking for the external. So that would be my very first step. What am I getting from doing that certain behavior and how can I give it to myself? And that, you know, that's not gonna happen overnight. You're not gonna write a to-do list and then it's all gonna be sorted. This is like a long-term process and each time you do that certain thing and you give yourself that thing internally, the subconscious mind knows now to not go looking externally. Now, if you are like a lifetime people pleaser like I've been, um, that will be like a rooted neural pathway. And we have to take our time to rewire this neural pathway. And we can do that very quickly with timeline and with hypnosis, what I use with my one-to-one clients. But actually, you can also do it by just changing a couple of habits. Now, this is the second thing that I wanna really speak about is because actually the things that you're doing right now, the addiction to approval, people pleasing, that's a behavior. And what are behaviors? their habits. (laughs) Um, So actually, when you're looking at this, I want you to take it away from an identity level. Now, identity level is like the the fifth, um, the fifth section of the logical levels that we work through. The one above that is like the universe, God, spiritual. So we really are at the heightened point. And that is really within it's within us. Now, down the bottom is environment, then we move to behaviors, then we move to capabilities, then we move to beliefs, and then it's identity. So you can see the ladder that you work upwards to go to identity. Now, a lot of the time that I hear people say, I am a people pleaser, or I am shy, or I am not confident, or I am stressed, or I am anxious, what that I am phrase is doing is it's really taking it to an identity level. And we don't want to do that with the negative connotations. I am confident. I am powerful. I am successful. I am worthy. I am enough. I am free. All of those, hell yes. Say them every day, girl. But the more we start labeling ourselves as certain things, the more we start to believe it on on. on put my teeth back in on an oh my god I'm not even going to cut this out on an identity level I got there I got there guys um on an identity level so when you're saying I am a people pleaser you're actually putting that into your identity now people pleaser isn't in your identity it's not on the blueprint code it's a behavior that you do so how can we change that behavior we can start by changing the habits that you have around people pleasing so one of the things for me was I would do something and then the habit would be, right, that's finished. Now let's go and show people and get some really great results from it. So I would go externally. I would show people, be like, ta-da, this is what I've created. Do you love it? And then I'd either get like a yes or a no or no response at all. And actually I was putting my identity on, on into the hands of others. So when I started to see it as a behavior, I went, okay, what could I actually do to solve this myself first? So could I look at it and maybe leave it a day, come back with fresh eyes and be like, oh, I can see changes here. This looks good. This doesn't look so good. I can change this. 
and really started to change the habit with how I behaved with the people pleasing. Even still now, you know, if I know that (laughs) I've got like an hour left before people go to bed, I go, okay, I've got that hour, but actually what do I wanna do in that hour? Do I wanna call home? Do I wanna go and take the dog for a walk and have an hour to myself? Do I want to journal? Do I want to do this, this, and this? And I ask within first before going and doing all the things that I think I should do. Because nine times out of 10, the people understand, you know? And really, you can only pour from the cup that you're filling up yourself. And, you know, I love the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. And that is exactly true because the more we reach externally, the more we're not looking and listening internally. So we start to suffer instead. And everyone around us starts to grow and flourish and blossom. And actually you're still stuck in that space because you're putting other people before you. So I want you to really have a look at this. If this podcast has resonated with you in any way, I'd love to hear your story too, because like I said, this is a thing that I've really had to do some work on. I hope you found it really helpful. Have a look at what you're getting from doing that behavior and see it as a behavior and how you can change the habit. I'll see you next week and love you all loads. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.